Recently, I had the opportunity to travel to South Africa, and this podcast is me sharing on a local radio station in the country of South Africa. I was sick during this, so I'm a little bit nasally, as well as my translator didn't show up until about halfway through. So the first part is in English, and then the second part is in English, and then translated into a local dialect. Um, This is just sharing about the sanctity of human life. So if you want to hear a little bit more about what our ministry is all about and what we say publicly to encourage people, uh, this is a great thing to listen to. So I hope you enjoy. I'm in South Africa and it's a beautiful country with wonderful people. And just so grateful uh, to be in this wonderful land of Africa. So today what I want to talk to you about is the value of human life. The value of human life. God himself has given us a great value. And so that's what I want to talk, talk to you today about. Why you are valuable and how you know that you are valuable. I want to begin by looking at a verse from Psalm chapter 139, verses 13 and 14. Verse 13, For it was you who created my inward parts. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous, and I know this very well. So, the first question that we want to start with is, when did your life begin? When did your life begin? How do you know when your life began? So, biologically speaking, your life began at what we call conception. This is the moment that you began, not at your birth, but actually in the womb of your mother, your life began at conception. So every person has 46 chromosomes. This is what it takes to make human life. You received 23 of those chromosomes from your mother. You received the other 23 from your father. Even if you have never met your mother or have never met your father, you still have a biological mother and father. When these 23 chromosomes from your mother and these 23 chromosomes from your father came together, they made 46 chromosomes, which is called conception. That is when your life began. You began very, very, very small in your mother's uh, womb, and over the course of nine months, you grew and developed in your mother's womb. Your heart began to beat, your lungs began to grow, you, your fingers developed, your hands, your feet, your eyes, all of these things developed while you were in your mother's womb. And after nine months, you were ready to be delivered. But that is not at the point when you were actually created. You were created in your mother's womb at the point of conception. And so this is very important for us to understand. Human life does not begin after birth or at birth. Human life, yours, mine, everybody that you know, human life begins at conception in the womb of your mother. Um, So I want to give you 
so that's how your life began. That's when it began. Okay, I want to give you seven reasons that make your life valuable. The first one is the very fact that God created you. You are valuable because God created you. Uh, again, Psalm 139 verse 14 says, I will praise you because I have been remarkably and wondrously made. Your works are wondrous and I know this very well. You are valuable because God has created you. Okay, number two, you are valuable because God created you in his image. Genesis chapter 1 verse 27 says, Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. So God is the creator of all things that exist. The sun, the moon, the stars, the trees and the animals, and the angels in heaven. But God is very clear about this. There is only one thing that he has created in his image. That is you and me and all other people. This makes you extremely valuable. So you are valuable because God created you? And he created you in his image. Number three, he created you with a purpose. Jeremiah chapter one, verse five says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 through 28, this is speaking of Adam and Eve, and God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the heavens, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. God created you with a purpose to be a good steward of everything he has given you, to bring him glory with your stewardship. If you're alive today, 
You have a purpose. God does not create people without a purpose. So, you are created by God. Uh, you are created in his image. He created you with a purpose. So the fourth way that you are valuable is you have been created with a soul. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 27 says, And just as it is appointed for people, to die once and after this the judgment your soul is eternal at the point that you were conceived in the womb God gave you a physical body that would develop through the stages. But he also gave you an eternal soul. Uh, God's word tells us that all our physical bodies will die. But our eternal soul will continue on. Your soul has one of two destinations. If you have trusted in Jesus, then you are promised eternity in heaven. If you reject Jesus, your soul will continue on in hell. So again, we have a purpose to be good stewards of all that God has given us. You are to steward your soul well. You are valuable because you have an eternal soul. The fifth thing that makes you valuable is that you are created unique. Again, Psalm 139, verse 13. For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. There has never been another person exactly like you. You are unique. Your DNA biologically is unique. Nobody has ever or will ever have your DNA. This makes you very unique. You are also unique in your experiences. So we may have had similar experiences, but you are the only one to have your unique experiences. No one has ever shared your experiences. This makes you unique. 
this makes you irreplaceable. You're also unique in your thoughts. No one else has ever had your mind or your thoughts. So we see that God has made us very valuable. He has made you very valuable because you are unique. The next thing we see is that we were created for a relationship. Genesis 3.8 Then the man and his wife this is Adam and Eve, heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. When God first created Adam and Eve, he created them for a personal relationship. With himself, he walked with them every day. When they sinned against God, this broke that relationship. Jesus is how he restores our relationship. John 15, verse 5, verse 5. Jesus said, I am the vine. You are the branches. The one who remains in me, and I in him, produces much fruit. Because you can do nothing without me. You are valuable because God has created you for a special relationship with, with himself. I have been created for a relationship with God. Only I can have this relationship with God. My wife can't have it for me. My children can't have it for me. It is me and God. And the same is true for you. God has created you for a special relationship with himself. You are the only one who can have this relationship between yourself and God. So this makes you very valuable. The last thing that makes you very valuable is you were created with love. John 3.16 for God so loved 
the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. So we see that God we see that God loves us very, very much. He would not give his riches his greatest wealth, his greatest possession for anyone that was not valuable. You are valuable because God has bought you. God has purchased you from your uh, sin so that he might have a relationship with you. The greatest price that he could have given was his son, Jesus. This makes you very, very valuable. Okay. I want us to take a look really quickly at the light at the uh, miraculous conception of Jesus so Jesus uh, did many miracles while here on earth the greatest miracle though that he ever performed was taking on the flesh of humanity. Jesus himself, the creator of the universe, one with the Father, from the very beginning, uh, took on human flesh. He did this at conception. He did this in his mother's womb. This was an incredible uh, miracle. Jesus was conceived of the Holy Spirit. Jesus humbled himself. Jesus came as the smallest person. He came as the as, at the very beginning of human life. He experienced every stage of human development. He spent nine months in his mother's womb. This demonstrates the humility of Jesus. Jesus didn't come to us at his birth in the manger. He actually came to us nine months earlier at his conception in the womb of Mary. So as followers of Jesus, we have to understand that life 
begins at conception. It does not begin at birth. It does not begin when the baby feels pain in the womb. It does not begin when the baby's heart begins to beat. Life begins at conception. That is when your life began. That is when my life began. That is when Jesus' life began. I want to encourage you, some of you who are listening, you may have had an abortion, or you may have pushed somebody into that. This, according to God's word, is the taking of a human life. If this describes you, you are guilty before God. But God is a compassionate God. He is a gracious God. He has the full authority to forgive you. Jesus himself, who, who came at conception, lived without any sin to die on the cross for you. So if you are guilty of, of taking a life, you, uh, the only way of forgiveness, there is no other way, is to confess this to God, confess what, confess this, uh, this sin, and ask Jesus to forgive you. Jesus promises that if you confess this to him, he will forgive you. He also wants you to have healing. So I encourage you greatly, if this is you, find your pastor and, and share with him uh, your pastor. He wants to walk through, walk through this with you. So, uh, again, if this if this describes you, please know that there is forgiveness, full and complete, in Jesus. So, thank you so very much for allowing me to share with you today. I hope that you were encouraged uh, by the message. Again, I'm grateful to be in South Africa, a beautiful country with beautiful people. I encourage you to stand firm in Christ, to persevere and endure in your faith in Jesus till the very end reading his word daily, growing in truth, 
and walking in prayer. Thank you. Amen. Thank you.